Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Chris, and I got Manny here, and welcome to the venue. <laughs> no fucking intro. <laughs> dun, 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 I'm working the on venue it. Pod, dun, 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 venue pod. Today, we're going to be interviewing Jay Russell. Hey, what's up? That's him. It's All me. Right. Thanks for co- uh, tuning in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. <laughs> so, Jay. What's up? You're a musician? Musician out of Anaheim, California. From L.A. And uh, now I'm here. <laughs> In the big leagues. <laughs> yeah, with the big boys. Separates the boys from the men. <laughs> Fuck, dude. So, how long have you been doing music? Um... I guess actually creating my own songs. I've been uh, doing music since, I want to say, late high school. I would say my senior year of high school. I've always been playing music, and I've always had, like, a riff every now and then. But I never really had the, the equipment to record. So. so so you're just fucking talented then. Yeah, basically. Because so you're, you're how old? 23. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. That's complete bullshit. Yeah, turn 24 next January. He can finally drink, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legally. No, um, I, I, I picked up, actually, I uh, picked up a guitar in fifth grade. And so before YouTube, we actually had to, like, read books and stuff to learn how to do anything. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, checks out. <laughs> at, least before, at least before YouTube was, like, really big. You know, I don't, uh, I don't know what part checks out. Yeah, <laughs> the I don't part know. that you were in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school. <laughs> I, I think I was like fifth grade. Let me see when YouTube come out. Shit, we were in the seventh grade when YouTube hit, and that was filled with shitty AMVs and yeah. mostly like the A- Lincoln oh, Park yeah, and <laughs> like Lincoln Park to Gohan, Lincoln Park to Vegeta, Lincoln Park to Trunks, Lincoln Park, fucking Dragon Ball Z. No, like I bought a I bought a first act guitar, mm. and it came with a book, and that's how I learned how to play. First act oh, is yeah, that dude. the Walmart brand or no, the no, Target no. brand? I, don't uh, know. I bought it. I I don't even know how to. I, I wouldn't think it was online. We had to get it. Came. I saw it in a like in a, like a magazine or like a book that musicians friend. Yeah, that used to get mailed to your house, and so you have to like put your money in the envelope and then send it out with the order number. That corresponds oh, to the shit, guitar. That, so that's you, how my that's how my neighbor ordered his. Yeah, so you six have amp. To, so you have to send it out, and then they mail you the guitar or what? whatever. So that's, you were alive during I, those times. My grandma, I my grandma did it. I told her I was like, I want this guitar. I oh, want dude, this guitar. Your, your grandma's a badass. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> well, I mean, for her, I mean, they've been mail ordering shit since like the fucking the fifties yeah. and yeah. shit. Dude, fucking they upgraded from owls and stuff. But see, even then, they had to upgrade from fucking carrier pigeons to owls just because carrier pigeons went extinct. But the fucking, my neighbor trains those bitches. (laughs) How? They're extinct. (laughs) Well, he has doves. Oh, okay. Yeah. He he got those fancy ones. (laughs) So, yeah, and then I got that guitar. It came in like a, like a, like a squarish, triangle-ish box and it had a guitar in it. And like legit, I didn't know how When you got the box, how many holes did it have? Oh fuck! <laughs> was it FedEx or UPS? <laughs> That's gonna tell us Dude, everything. Swear to God. Oh fuck! I want to. Ah, I don't even remember. 
depending on the holes. You I want to say tell. it was. I want to say it was UPS because FedEx boxes they're like white, right? No, no, no. FedEx boxes you or, can tell when they have like six holes in them. You can tell <laughs> and something FedEx, and dude. something's broken. Oh, yeah, because dude, they don't they don't fucking stop. They're just throwing <laughs> shit. What the? Here's your shit. <laughs> like, we're approaching the house. Throw that. Get ready. <laughs> Go, dude! <laughs> fucking, especially during like right now, since it's, the holiday seasons are coming up. Yeah, they're just throwing you'll shit see, everywhere. you'll see their uh, like they'll have the mail carrier dude, like just well, not mail carrier, but like the box dude that literally just gets out the truck, runs the box while the driver sits in there. And oh, dude, yeah. those are my fucking favorite because they'll literally run to the door, knock, Boom. leave the shit, and dip. But without those, I'm telling you, they're throwing. That. Have you ever seen the movie, the the Grinch movie? Yeah. With that mail scene where he has the mail and he's like, Jerry Dewey, Jerry Dewey. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit what FedEx and like, UPS are doing with your mail. They're just throwing like, shit to every, every like, uh, door, doorstep, and that's that. Uh, but yeah, my, my guitar came with, and it came with like a little first act, little amp about yay big. Oh, so you got the electric. Yeah, so I got an electric guitar. And like I remember it was like talent show, not even a talent show, like... I asked my teacher, my fifth grade teacher, I was like, hey, can I play guitar in the class, like at the end of the class? And he was like, yeah. And like I said, I didn't know how to play anything. So I'm just like just strumming the guitar, looking like an idiot. But like people are into it. I'm just like, yeah, damn right. You like this. <laughs> Guitar's too fucking It probably wasn't you. even tuned. I, I like I don't. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, Mr. Wright. <laughs> Fuck, I, I, I'm going to get hate mail from him. Why is he on the podcast? I told him, forget that. <laughs> I told him he wasn't going to amount to anything. It, why is he on a podcast? Is, is he proving me wrong? How many times I heard that? My baby mama is fucking, her mom doesn't even fucking, she doesn't like me one. She's like, you need to get a real job. Your music's not going to go anywhere. I'm like, fuck you, Paula. Like, <laughs> Her name's Paula. <laughs> S- send her a fucking snap. Hey, check me out. I'm on a podcast now. <laughs> Look around, my bitch. <laughs> Are you at someone's backyard? Don't. Why are you focusing on that? Shut up, bitch. I'm on a podcast. Always, always fucking hold on to the negative shit. Fuck, dude. Your pessimist ass. <laughs> so, so from from there, uh, did you just fuck around a lot with it, or were yeah. you actually trying? Were, were you like every it? other fifth grader learning the X Men theme song? Or Actually, wait, shit, what was popular during your time? Fuck, I don't remember. I think, so, like, wh- how how I even started, like, what made me even want to do it is that I was watch. I was looking for wrestling. I was looking for WWE laying down with my grandma, and I'm flipping through the channels, and, you know, the award shows, the, the AMV, the American Music uh, Awards. Um, oh, the AMAs? It, yeah, the AMAs, that's what it's called. So the AMAs is on, and Green Day is is performing but like i said oh. i'm looking for wrestling like i'm looking for wwe like, i'm flipping, I'm flipping, I'm flipping and then next thing you know what i see green day playing i didn't know it was green day at the time but i just saw a band and they're they're playing and just like the crowd's going crazy there's pyro going lights and i'm just like what is that like this is awesome before i'm listening to chris brown like you know uh just listen to chris i'm bouncing from wall to wall i don't see nothing but ladies crap did you know that stuff and then this comes on and i'm just like whoa what genre is that like that's awesome i'm just watching uh i think it's billy i think that's the name so he's just playing guitar, and I'm just like, damn, like I want to do that. Yeah, he's and Billy and, Joel Armstrong. Yeah, so I think this was around like October, November, 
and so I remember I was always saving up my money. And so my birthday was that next January. And oh, I told fuck, my grandma, you bought your birthday Yeah, present? so I bought my first I bought my first guitar. You know, obviously I let my grandma like put the order number and send it out and mail it out with her pigeons. <laughs> grandma, grandma, <laughs> I want yeah. this. I can't spell yet. <laughs> yeah, so so I got that and then ever since then um I just got into like just the the guitar heavy music. So like rock music, metal music. Um, just any kind of guitar, anything that had a guitar, I wanted to learn how to play it. The only thing was, I didn't know how to play the songs. There was no tutorials then of how to play, like, yeah, you know, of anything. And um, so, actually, I stopped playing guitar, and I just was, uh, I was kind of singing. I wasn't really good at singing then, but uh, I was just singing. And then, uh, I don't know, you remember on Nickelodeon how they would show random music videos? Yeah. So a Linkin Park the song called Waiting in the End. So now we're about like 2007. Wait, what the fuck? They came out on Nickelodeon? Yeah. They, they played a music video. The Waiting for the End song came oh, out on Nickelodeon. It, chances are it might have been towards like later in the night. Yeah, it was later. In the yeah, because like, especially, was it a Saturday or was it like during I, the week? I think so. Because if it, it was a Saturday, that's when they're running Teen Nick during yeah, the weekend. Yeah, oh. they just play rent. So they'll play like music videos and and the Minutes to Midnight album just dropped, and and God you know damn, that that's a throwback. As yeah, fuck. so 2007, I believe. So 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 waiting for the end came on, and it's funny because hearing hearing that song, all I can think about is fucking Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> and so um and so I remember like I woke up in the later in the night, and I'm listening to that song, and I'm just like, I want to know how to play the song, and it doesn't have too much guitar in it, barely any guitar. But I'm just like, what band was that? Like, and I'm looking for the, I'm looking for that band, but like, all I see is like this futuristic, like, you know, like if you watch the music video, Chester has like things coming off of his face. You know, it seems like very futuristic in the in the Waiting for the End video, and I'm thinking it's the Black Eyed Peas, so I'm looking for Black Eyed Peas like space video or something like that, and I'm just like, fuck, I cannot find it. Get on the floor, movie booty, mama. I I cannot find it to save my life, and like. I don't know. I just couldn't find it. And then, like, I, I just got into more, like, Linkin Park. And then I found out that, okay, that's a Linkin Park song, not Black Eyed Peas. And then I got into, <laughs> like, um, Metallica, Three Days Grace. Um, you guys are going to hate me, but I even, like, got into, like, Nickelback. I fucking love Nickelback. Uh, oh, okay, cool. So, <laughs> all right, cool. So I'm going to play I'm Nickelback. Like, that's my guilty fucking I'm gonna, pleasure, I'm going to play Nickelback later. You remind. I love Nickelback. I just went to a concert. I just went. To, my first concert was actually Nickelback. It would have been Lincoln Park, but unfortunately Chester passed. So. Oh shit! So you recently just went to a show? Yeah, in uh, in Oklahoma. What the fuck? It was you? just in August, August sixteenth. I just did damn. my first. This was my first concert. No way. Um, but a yeah, lot, a lot of people a, would be fucking mad to fucking hear you say that Nickelback was your first ever show. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I'm like your third, fourth, maybe that's fine, but like your first, fuck. But yeah, but it, I just it, got into. They're good though. <laughs> I got into. I could just learn how to play music. Just more songs, more songs, and then I started, like, figuring out. I started to get an ear for it, and it was just like, okay, I'll, it's this note, then it goes to this note. So I started, like, to teach myself how to play these songs, and, yeah, that's that. Goddamn. So, like, it, okay, so, like, pretty much between fifth grade to about, like, two years, well, about a year ago. Well, in this case, fucking August. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so pretty much between then, you I've kind never of. never seen a concert live. Dude. I've The thing is, is that I've never had have, the money for it. Have oh. you at least gone to, like, cow shows? I've never like been to any kind of show. Yeah, because like when you say you didn't have the money for it, I I instantly think of house shows. 
because fuck dude being broke pomona kids that was our fucking entertainment for yeah. the weekend well just a bunch of kids fucking <laughs> beating down on fucking squires and goddamn fucking geo uh ibanezes like like for Hell me yeah. like when when <laughs> for me when i was younger like like you know the whole teen years it was always i was always in school I was always in school because my grandmother wanted me to be in school. She was really serious about school. She like, wouldn't even let you go home. Yeah, she she my <laughs> grandmother my grandmother spoiled me so bad because she wanted me to just be in school. She just wanted me. She's like, you're gonna get your education first and then do whatever you need to do afterwards. My grandfather was like, get these fucking kids out the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure if I asked my grandfather for concert money, I would have been saw a concert, but. Um, I, but no, I, like it was just literally go to school, come back home, and then I practice at home. But um, I would always watch like live concerts. Um, like I would try to like I would download like let's say like um, like acts or whatever they was promoting their thing. But for promoting it, they was doing like a live show. So I would buy the live show and watch the live show from home. But I've never actually been in like that whole like live like fuck, dude. No, no lie. I'm a lot older than you by like fucking 12 years, 80 (laughs) years, whatever. I haven't been to a live concert. It's a whole different. I've done house shows and shit. Yeah. But never an actual. I I didn't get to go to fucking Warp Tour. What? I didn't get to go to Not Fest, OzFest, nothing. Well, I mean, I've I've never been to those fests either. Mostly because most of the bands, I was just like, "Eh, I'm good. Oh, dude. But like, I I mean, Not Not Fest on the uh, on one hand, I was like, okay, that shit sounds tight because not just Slipknot, but there's a bunch of other cool fucking bands that are playing. But like. You know, going back to what he was saying, where you would have to like pretty much watch it on your computer. Like, like I, I remember yeah. buying the. Oh, uh, dude! It, it got to the point where um, I was a lot younger, but I never got a chance to go to anything. So I'm like, "Fuck it!" Went to the library. I got um, like I got Muse. Yeah. The, the Muse. I got their fucking live shows. Lincoln Park live shows. Yeah. Uh, oh, watch, dude, M- Muse. Watch, well, I mean, uh, much music slash shows. fucking. Uh, oh, dude, I stole Mr. Knowles' fucking copy of the Led, uh, Led Zeppelin concert shit. Oh no, shit! I had that on VHS. He lent it to me. He's like, "Hey, just bring it back." I'm like, "You're not getting it back." <laughs> Bye, dude. I used to, I used to get like, um, I would love to go. Uh, oh, what is it called? Um, Amoeba, Amobi, Amoeba, Amoeba. The record place in Hollywood. Oh, uh, didn't they just shut that shit down? Like, they're going to take it down, then they're supposed to switch everything to a new location. I guess it's, like, this whole renovation they're trying to do right now. Uh, I love but, that. But uh, I would always go there and buy, like, like uh, just a bunch of records. And I actually still have, like, one of, like, a Metallica book. It's so old. Like, the pages are, like, turning brown. They're they're old. Like, oh, um, it, when it comes to that, you got to vacuum seal it to protect yeah. it so it doesn't weather. Because shit like that can become worth like fucking good Is money. Is that the sheet music it, stuff or yeah. the tabs? It's a, it's like a, it's like a whole magazine. It's like from, I think it's like about their black album, and then oh, like a part of it has. Oh, like it's a, the anthology book, and then it ha- okay. part of it has like the tabs. So I have one, the Master of Puppets. Like it tells oh, you yeah. how to like how to play the music uh, and stuff like that. Dude, when I was really into playing guitar and shit, like I'm barely getting back into it. But before I was like fucking every day, fucking all day, just playing guitar. I would take my guitar to school and practice and shit. Uh, I ended up ordering uh, Guitar World, the magazine. And I would go to the back of the book where it's like, bet you can't play this. Yeah. And was, that's what I'd be fucking trying to play. <laughs> I would say, honestly, like learning how to play like guitar, like like learning from a book 
I would. I mean, learning it's, periods. It's hard. All good, but like, yeah, like now, like if you were to tell me, like, okay, like point to an F, okay, I'd be like, all right, right there, you know, like, yeah. And that I learned that from a book. Now, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't like I'm self-taught, mm-hmm. so I'm not like, like the best. I wouldn't say I'm a pro. Like, I like. I can solo, but I would literally have to sit down and write the solo. Like, I, there's no way I could just. I mean, there's a part of me I could shred, depending of the key. But, like, I don't know. I just. It's all self-taught, so you can. T- you oh. when I play, you can hear. It's like okay, like that's not formal. Like, look at his hands. It's like you know he's he taught oh, himself yeah. that. Oh yeah, dude. That that's how I learned. Like, I think I've talked about it before, but I was able to get to the point where I would play by ear. Yeah, playing by I, ear. I, I stopped with tabs and everything. My first song, uh, learning by ear, was fucking uh, Crazy Train. Oh, yeah, Crazy Train. I think I know how to play that one. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it, it, got, it got difficult, but I was so into just playing the guitar all the fucking time. I wanted to teach myself more, so I ended up getting into fucking how to tune. Uh, first, it was tuning by ear. And then I got to the point where I was tuning by a vibration, and that that was fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, I, that, yeah. That that's pretty much how I learned to tune. Well, yeah, with the cello, I'm whole different sense of music wise. Uh, oh, no, I can't dude. I can't shred on a fucking guitar. I can barely play bass. But when it comes to cello and knowing how to read sheet music and everything, like I'm See, very that, talented. That's with the that. shit that pisses me off. Like I can read tabs fine haven't learned sheet music oh, sheet music sheet. the thing is with sheet music is if you don't use it on a daily day like you lose it oh no it's been and 10 years i can still fucking pick it up like nothing i i probably i doubt that i could because so so actually what i did was uh after mm. i after for you i understand because you're self-taught yeah. it, it's more of uh it's not drilled in it's just kind of yeah. like i was doing it to to learn it maybe to get by but it's just like oh fuck so me. for you it's in a different partition of your brain for me it's that fear-based partition of my brain where i'm just like fuck i gotta keep that there just in case like i never know when i'm gonna have that fucking dream miss fisher's like you did that wrong do it again fuck so it's it's crazy because after i actually learned the guitar learned like what i felt was good enough to play the guitar like i could probably play to like any song any key or whatever so i was like i need to do more so like in so in middle school that's when i learned how to play i learned how to play the flute and it's funny though because like wait flute or recorder no the actual flute oh okay not the hot cross buttons no so like obviously i wanted to play the flute because all the girls were playing the flute and i was like i want to be next to the girls like fuck that but that's why I picked up the cello. I was like, yeah. damn, all the bitches play fucking yeah. goddamn violin. So I, yeah, so I picked up the flute, and that's how I learned how to read uh, sheet music. And then I was just like, now I want to do a different instrument. So now, I, I mean, honestly, I probably play about, like, six, seven different instruments. Like, You, you give me two hours with any instrument, I could play it. I mean, it's all fundamentally play the same. Huh? Play the cello. Give me two hours with a cello, I'll play it. With sheet music. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm like... Sheet music isn't an instrument. <laughs> sheet music, no fucking uh, guiding dots. What? Fretless. Oh, I can do it by ear. Oh, no, that's... I can't do fretless. That's that's a whole... That's a that's a whole different world. It, it, fretless is fun. It is. It's fucking super fun, but I mean... The, the fucking stand-up bass it's, is fretless. No fucking. lie. Uh, 
I'm saving up to get myself a fretless guitar. <laughs> Dude, re- okay, so real quick, talking about uh, buying instruments and stuff, you're talking about mail-order instruments? When eBay first became really fucking popular back in, like, 2003, 2004, before the advent of Xbox 360 and fucking goddamn YouTube and shit, uh, eBay had a lot of those guitars that were directly manufactured from China and sent over. So, like, more often than not, you'd be able to find, like, fretless basses for, like, 100 bucks, fretless guitars for, like, 150 And they're, like, no-name fucking guitars. But at the same time, you're just like, damn, that looks so cool. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, there's a bunch of Chinese guitars um, that are really good. But, they, you know, 100 bucks, 150 oh, that yeah. fucking, that neck must have oh, been dude. made of something horrible, dude. Fucking my acoustic, uh, it's... Uh, I say it's a knockoff because I'm not really familiar with Glenn Burton brand, mm-hmm. and I got that for 150, and it to me it looks nice and it, it played good until I fucking busted the nut on it. The, th- the thing is for me with uh, electric guitars, uh, at least for me, electric guitars and electric basses, is that uh, you can buy the shittiest one, and it's not the guitar that sounds shitty. It's just the pickups yeah all you have to do is just Pick change the strings. pickups yeah the strings well that's the shit too though depending on what kind of wood was used also helps with either resonance or um not fucking stability sustain yeah. oh so, dude i have a shitty pv from fucking uh from walmart that i got for like 20 bucks because those mislabeled it was like you know like the ones that they always sell during christmas time that are like 150 bucks or like 120 <laughs> Yeah, Pivey. <laughs> fucking, uh, the girl's like, oh, the box is open. It's kind of damaged. Uh, I'll do 1988. I'm like, what kind of fucked up ass price is that? All right, whatever. Fuck it. Credit card. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pay for this one. Dude, so we, first thing I did, though, was switch out the strings to something decent. I was just like, yeah, I'm, uh, Ernie I'm Ball. going Ernie Ball, yeah. Yep. Oh, well, I mean, Ernie for Ball. me, be, okay, he was talking about not going to Warp Tour a lot. Well, at all. I I went to Warp Tour more than I should have. And uh, Dude came back with strings like fucking crazy. Dude, fucking strings, pigs, fucking all types dude, of hella shit. You don't know how pissed I was when I got back to school and everyone was like, oh, check out all these fucking strings. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Fucking me and None the, of you are guitarists. And, and me and my buddy Nolan had fucking the green uh, monster set yeah. from Ernie Ball. Oh, oh dude. Oh, those are fucking tight, dude. I wanted dude. those so fucking bad. And, and me, was, and, him, me was, and him didn't know that they were fucking exclusives to the... Uh, Pretty much uh, Ernie Ball. They're they're yeah. meant to be given away only. They weren't reselled. So a lot of them were off. I found that. that I found that out because I called Ernie Ball. I'm like, hey, where the fuck you distribute these? Well, they're only promotional. Yeah, only on Warp Tour. Yeah, bro. fucking you didn't go. My buddy Nolan had a fucking full ass box. My buddy Frankie had a full ass box. My buddy fucking Andrew, he didn't even fucking play guitar. He's a drummer. He had a fucking box of them. I was just like, damn, dude, like, what the fuck? We just came up, huh? Dude, a funny story about me drumming. I didn't start drumming until I was in college, right? I went to, like, for my audio engineering school. How it happened was that my friend Jason, who's in, who's in Europe somewhere, we call it the other side of the pond. So my friend Jason, he couldn't record a song for me one day, and I was like, you know what? I can do this. So I was like, okay, I know how the drums want to be. I, I know how I want the drums to be. And that same night that I recorded the guitars, I, I uh, asked the supervisors, I was like, hey, can I get to so run out some drumsticks? I'm going to go inside one of the live rooms and practice guitar for the song. 
So I practiced maybe for like three, four hours, and the next day I recorded it. Shittiest drums ever, but like, you know, I did a good job. No, it's fine. It's fine. For me, at least. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> um. I didn't learn how to play the drums until I got to high school. Literally never played, never learned how the fuck to tune the heads and shit. Oh, me either. Fucking, I literally got the drum key and I was just like, perfect. I went out to the pawn shop and I'm like, I want a fucking drum set. It was my birthday. I'm like, cool, let me get this one. It was 150 bucks, 200 bucks. Is that that one? No. Oh. Um, and I was like, okay, cool, got it. Brought it home, hit the snare, sounded nasty. I'm like, that's not what it sounds like on anything I listen to. <laughs> so I started tightening the bitch. And it was cool because it came with a piccolo, those uh, steel piccolos. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, fuck it. So I got the, I want, oh, no, mine got the nice fucking Oh. <laughs> when you fucked up your tune. Yeah, no. It, Fuck. I, I like that because I, I listen to a lot of Slipknot and shit. Uh, see, for me, I, I wanted the because hardcore music. Yeah. That's what you hear. And um, I literally got it tuned to how I thought it should be tuned. It, I, I got it to where it was like, dun, dun, dun. so I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Right away, started hitting the fucking... I'm like, oh shit! I know how to play drums. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no! First thing I did with the drum, I was like, I've seen this before. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, uh, I uh, uh, I bought double pedals. Yeah, fucking with the double pedal first. I was like, hold on, let me get this. Let me get it. Okay, I got it. All right, fuck it. Yeah. Fucking breakdown the first thing I did. Uh, <laughs> My fucking neighbors were pissed. They're like, dude, stop playing fucking breakdowns. I was like, okay, here's a two step. My first shit was uh, blast beats when I got double pedals. Oh, dude, I couldn't. That shit was so fucking hard because I literally was doing this, and then up until maybe two years ago, I learned how to use just my fucking fingers and wrist. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is so much fucking easier. <laughs> Everything got tired. <laughs> <laughs> fucking four. You were using muscles you weren't supposed to be using and shit? Yeah, dude, my fucking elbows hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Okay, so fucking, so you learned how to play drums in uh, in college. In college. And that was just self-taught. And Literally did, self-taught. did you record the track just complete? Yeah, so... This Even is, though you're an audio engineer and you could have fucking sampled each fucking, <laughs> <laughs> well, so like, so like how, so how they did it in the school, um, it's by mod. So it was like first mod, second mod, third mod, fourth mod. Within those mod, it's like nine week classes. So every week was something different. So we didn't learn sampling. I don't even remember when we learned sampling. There's some people who knew what sampling already was. I went in there blind. I didn't know what anything was. You know, I just knew that. Actually, I just didn't know what anything was. Like, like me now, like the so way... So you went in fucking blind. fresh. Oh, yeah, I went shit. in just fresh. Um, so, because for me, I always thought like, okay, people are just recording the song the whole way through. And, you know, maybe there's some people who do, do it that way. 
me like, one the take. Fucking, yeah, one take the, the whole thing. The punchings, dude. Yeah. I, for me now, though, I will never record anyone or I would never record myself doing the whole way through ever again. Uh, you it, you one, only like, do that. When you do shit like that, it's hard to edit. And I do it for references. Yeah, yeah that that that's that's the only way you record the whole thing through. Yeah. That that's the only way you're supposed to use that. Yeah, because uh, like what I even do now is that like my songs, you know, obviously before I even write a song, I'm like, okay, I imagine this part to be eight bars long, the chorus maybe four, blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll only work on a certain section at a time, and when I'm working on it in Logic. Because I, I start off in Logic, and then I import it into, or at least the drums, at least, I do in Logic. And maybe I'll do the guitars, but I'll always redo them. But let's say, like, like the song I have now, the, the new song that, I, that I'm working on, right? So the guitars come in halfway through the verse, and they end in the chorus. But what I did was um, I only worked on the verse part. And then I worked on the chorus. But then there's also a second verse. There's also a second chorus. So I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm going to build as much as I can, maybe make the last chorus the biggest. So I'm just going to all throw it in on the first chorus, <laughs> and then I'll just place when, when I need to place. When you say first chorus, that still means you're not changing up the guitar, right, yeah. uh, from the first to the second? Yeah, so, so it's the, just it's the, the lyrics that change. No, so in the, the, only thing, the only lyrics that change is the verse, the second verse, and then the bridge, but the cor- and then the the breakdown or whatever it is called that I oh it, it, the bridge yeah well, but, the, and, but and the chorus for me is the choruses are like the, or the hook, the hook of the line. song <laughs> it's always the, it's the same so but I always try to make my last chorus really big because it's about to end the song so I want to put a lot of energy in it so but even then I always build it on the first chorus section and then I'll just take that part from the first chorus section and just throw it on the last chorus. So the first chorus will be like maybe this much energy. The second chorus the same amount of energy. Then the last chorus is like this big. But I, I, oh, I built okay. all this in this one spot, and I just took these parts and put it over here. Ah, uh, okay. So, but you know, like I, I just can't do that. Like I have a friend who, um, she's in a band, and I was in, I was in the band with her when I was in middle school, and yeah, I was listening to their new, um, their new album that they dropped, and it's it's really good. Like. They can really play. The only problem that I had with it is that I, I can tell that they did it in one take. And some of the songs sound like they're in one room and they just kind of have like, let's just say like this, like this mic is for the guitar. This mic is for the bass. Right. They just sound like they have like a, a like a sheet or like some kind of wall. But it's like I can hear you the bleed through yeah like it sounds like it's just it's too muddy it's too bass and like you know the the phasing is off because like all these instruments and the the frequencies aren't you know they're not talking to each oh, other yeah. it's not eq'd properly wait was this for like a demo or it's this their actual album oh fuck you know? dude but the well, thing shit. is it's just like were they home produced or some shit i i don't know how they did it i offered to re- to mix them i mean i like to mix i like to record but like you know I know her, so I'm just like, dude, I'll just mix your stuff. Like, just just send it to me. Like, you guys have Logic. I have Logic. I have Wave plugins. I have UAD plugins, you know? Like, just send it to me. I'll mix it for you, and I won't even charge you. I just, like, I love, like, I love music, you know? Normally, I would charge, but, like, for you guys, I'm just like, let me just, let me just mix one song. Like, let me, let me get one song. I'll mix it. I'll send it back to you. 
and then see how you like it and then just send me the rest of your 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 album i can get it done in like a week or less you know but they ended up having somebody and you know so that's that on that fucking i mean (laughs) well i mean fuck dude if you're going for like the punk shit, man, I understand, but like, if you're trying to make like, oh, if you're going for the like, punk shit, you get one fucking mic. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even then, like, no, at fuck least no. like, you get a phone, you put it on record, and then you stick it right yeah, next like, to the instrument. But even for the the punks, because I think there are like like more like punk band or stuff like that. But even then, like, just like, at least let me EQ it and compress it. That's it. Like, let me just EQ it and compress it. At least I won't even put a limiter on the bitch. <laughs> oh, just, dude, fucking seriously. But like, it, I want to hear that the guitar is a guitar and the bass is a bass and like the cymbal is a cymbal. But I don't want you to have like a guitar solo and then I could hear, or like a bass part. Like, just say like a verse is just the bass and vocals. I don't want to hear the bass bouncing off the snare, because now whenever their bass <laughs> hits, the 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 uh, waves are so strong that you can get that. the snares. <laughs> yeah, under underneath the. <laughs> You know, going and I'm just like, dude, like, come on. Oh, yeah. No lie. When I had my fucking band, I bought fucking mics and everything and I just mic'd everything up. I'm like, I just want this for fucking reference. We're going to record again. I recorded it and everyone's like, oh, we'll just fucking put that out. I'm like, no. Like, yeah. I, I'm not a fucking audio engineer, those, but I still wouldn't do that shit. <laughs> the, I would say, like, those <laughs> Me- people Meanwhile, who, I'm thinking of the old hardcore slash pop punk movement of uh, yeah. 2007 to 2011. It, it was bad, dude. Like, if you yeah. would hear half the music that we put out when we were fucking kids, dude, it was, it sounded like shit. The Odd. vocals were straight off. Like, dude, it was just a horrible fucking production. And mind you, this was Demi's work. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. So if you fucking pictured that dude as a god, fuck no. His audio engineering was shit, dude. Oh, no. He was and, a good fucking guitarist. And but... fucking, and mind you, I told, because we we're both in the same orchestra class and shit, and I told my teacher, I'm like, yeah, I I wouldn't trust them with uh, recording our shit and sending it off to a fucking goddamn uh, uh, the state rep for uh, orchestra because we're we're gonna get fucked, dude. And she's like, no, no, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. They recorded it, dude. It sounded like shit. Mm-hmm. It sounded like everything was all over the place. Like the fucking violins and the cellos were in the same fucking like well, literally in the same group, even though we all recorded separately. That's how bad it was. It's just an EQing thing. Yeah, dude. And, it, and he did the same thing for our fucking, our, our band at the time. We we're just like, dude, how the fuck did you manage this, dude? But, I mean, it, it's that thing. When you when you record, you obviously want to take out components that you're going to bleed through. You know? And so, in our case, we had the drum set and the fucking, mm-hmm. the bass amp in the same fucking room. So, when it came time to doing the bass, you can still pick up, like the resonance of the rattle from the fucking the, the snare. snare. Oh, dude! And then I've done it before, like before I knew about fucking EQing and everything. Where I recorded and I was able to hear a fucking cymbal, and there was no fucking drummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, always put blankets over your drums if you're gonna use this. If you're gonna have your drums in a live room, put blankets over it. Oh, and see that that's what happened in. Uh, an orchestra class because my new fucking orchestra it's band as well and everything so all the band stuff is in the corner shoved in there so you could hear shit like that every now and then like especially like the fucking uh uh because the uh the bass was right next to the fucking the stand-up bass players mm-hmm. were right next to the fucking uh the drums and the cymbals and everything if you fucking listen to it you can hear just a little bit of the chime and we're just like fuck dude Miss Fisher, you really want to send this out? And then we just looked at her, and you're like, 
you know what? We don't want to spend more time on this. Fucking send it out. We don't give a shit. Because we didn't, at the end of the day, it's Pomona. We didn't give a shit about our fucking goddamn uh, orchestra teacher. She was one, a bitch, two, fucking always chose horrible fucking music. So more often than not, all we did was play fucking uh, Disney shit. Nah. <sighs> fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, dude. I fucking still hate that song. So, Jay, like, how how long have you been doing the whole audio engineer thing? Uh, I... I so, actually being certified since 2016, January. But I've been, I wasn't really, like I said, I never knew what I was doing because I started in late high school. So that was, that was 2014. That's when I was just literally in Logic recording a guitar and then like adding like MIDI bass, I mean uh, MIDI drums. And then I was just like, damn, I like... My girlfriend at the time, we broke up, and I was like, I need to do something with my life. I can't be at home <laughs> crying over her. I got into school, and then um, I got into school, and then that's when I was just like, damn, like, I've been doing this all wrong. But since I was, yeah, so, like, I could run a professional session, but I was, oh, I would only be able to have, like, those type of skills, like, from... 2016 2015 in march starting in march uh july or march 30th to january 2016 hmm. that's when i got certified Shit. in like pro tools how long was logic. your course the the whole school was only nine months so you learn where did you go for this sae institute so school of audio engineering where uh, i went to the one in hollywood it's in Las Pal- the streets like Las Palmas and uh, fucking something. Was that was it's that place closed down now? Yeah, was that place formerly a musicians institute? If I remember correctly, I honestly I can't even remember because I, I, I went. I got in 2015 March 30th. That was my first day. But it was always SAE when I went there. I didn't even know any place else. I, I was I almost got into actually I got accepted for the Arts Institute. Ah, uh, what's um, the name of that school? Is it called Arts Institute? There's uh, I forget the actual name of it, but it's like Art Institute of something. It's like an actual four year it's like an actual four year college though. Oh shit. And then I there was, was also I was trying to go to the LA film school. Yeah, there was also a LA film school. Because apparently that one if you go for film the audio engineering class is part of it. Yeah, so actually so actually uh the same with uh SAE. So oh, our really? last mod is is a uh, post production and actual like video. So we actually had to do projects where we would take, you know, all the sound out and we would have to do a ADR which is a you know, a dialogue replacement where we would like, you know, be in a mic and we would wait for our cues to come up. And then we would have to, you know, say the lines of the actor and make it, you know, synced up. But, oh, did you ever get into Foley work? Oh, dude, I fucking love Foley. Foley is never going to go <laughs> away. And if I wasn't a musician, I'd probably be a Foley artist. Dude, that check is it out. The f- that is the <laughs> best work. I, my actual, my final project for the school, um, you could either do two things. You could either do uh, a scene and you have to replace all the audio and all the dialogue but you have to use Foley and like stuff from like online or whatever, or you could do a song. But the thing is with the, I went with the, um, obviously I went with the, the Foley, like I went with the, the post-production one you have to mix in stereo. So you have to mix in like a five to one ratio or seven mm-hmm. to one ratio, 
which is just seven speakers and one sub or five speakers one sub that's what the five to one stands for and so you if, have uh, if a lot of people that are listening don't know what five to one is uh if you ever seen the dolby digital 5.1 or yeah. five to one yeah that's what that is <laughs> yeah so it's five speakers one sub the sub is like the base for people who don't know and so we have to mix in that and like you know automation and foley work and actually a lot of the foley work i did it inside of the recording room that i was recording to so one of the things was uh like there's this i did the fast and furious scene i'll, sh- I'll show you guys it after the end of at the end of the podcast and stuff but um yeah it was it was pretty fun special delivery <laughs> hi puppies and so, uh, did you have to take your own shit to do the foley work? Yeah, so we had this mic. I forget the name of the mic. It's like this. It's like it was a mic. shotgun mic. No, that's I, I forget. I think so. It's like a mic. It, it kind of the size of your phone, but it has like a speaker that goes this way and another speaker that goes. Oh, that the way. zoom. Yeah, zoom. There you go. That's what it's called. Uh, we're using the uh, first zoom, or we're using the I zoom. I can't uh, even remember. HN four or some shit like that. I have H4 no idea. N. But I know that we would, like, take that mic, and then you would see me, my friend Jason. It was me, Jason, and my friend Spencer. We was just in a room, and we were just doing Foley. We was probably in there for, like, four hours just in the room. Like, oh. there's there's just a bunch of scenes where we're, like, using the curtains, and we're, like, slamming the curtains uh, across. Or there's, you know, we was, uh, we was on a big console. It's called the Duality. It's an SSL board or whatever. And we're, like, pressing buttons on the SSL to make it seem like we're pressing buttons in the actual film. And I did the Fast and Furious film. And you actually have to, like, do your own score. So there was a song. Oh, shit. There's a few songs that I had. And I just, like, hella rocked it out. Yeah. There's a scene. Okay. So it's Fast and Furious. I believe it's Fast and Furious 7. Did you have Manny for it? I don't know. Oh, no. They weren't doing fucking. Wait. Which which one is the one that Paul Walker didn't finish? The one when Seven. Ramsey first when ramsey was introduced seven right yeah seven that's so, where his brother had to do uh the, okay, yeah, the stunt so. work and then they masked his face onto him so yeah so it was so i did fast and furious seven but it's the scene where they're f- jumping out of the uh the the plane oh yeah that, that was actually the scene where they picked up on uh with yeah. his brother because uh by that point he had already passed away yeah. and um they needed to finish off a few scenes they were pretty much 70 percent through and yeah, they, the, was, they, they needed good. him for the last thirty percent, and that last thirty percent was that scene, and I, the ending, uh, scene the too. ending scene as well, and then like a few action scenes, uh, like the big fight between The Rock and uh, uh, Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that fight. Uh, if you if you watch that scene, every now and then they'll try to avoid his face. Yeah, they they keep him in the dark and like mm-hmm. a red, like yeah, cause they're in, like some kind of cave or some kind of garage or something. I, I forget what it's called. It's like, been a long yeah, so I did that scene, and so like. I played uh, my voice, the thing that I did uh, ADR for, I did Tyrese's voice. My friend Jason did Paul. My friend Spencer did Vin. Um, we got to get him. Yeah, so we're ju- <laughs> so it's jumping out of a plane and, like, you know, like, we got, like, um, like a forklift. Well, like when you did Tyrese's up. voice, did you do his signature woo? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I did. Uh, I, I think I did a uh, back up from the mic a bit and do it. <laughs> Fuck, I don't even... Okay, so... So it starts off, and they're in the plane, and just, like... It starts off with Vin, Di- Vin Diesel's, like, you guys ready up? Are you guys ready to do this? And it's just, like, I can't do it. 
my friend Jason's like, what do you mean you can't do it? <laughs> like, you know, we're just going back and forth. I can't remember the lines exactly. Like, I'll show you guys that at the end. <laughs> but it's really funny and just like, look, it's like, I'm going to stay up here with the pilot. Like, we're going to circle around <laughs> and we're going to, you know, check it out from up here. Something like that. You know, it it was great. But but that was that was my um, that was my final project. And my friend Jason actually did. Actually, my friend Jason did a scene of an old war movie and I did all the voices in there. I even speak spoke like Get down, two soldier. different languages. Yeah, it was like a it was like a soldier scene or something. <laughs> I, I forget the movie. But he he did the score for it and I did all the voices. It was like, saving dude. Private Ryan. <laughs> Fuck. I fucking love that movie, dude. Know. Yeah, it was it was it was a good movie. Like it was a good movie. It was a good project too. So within dude. all this it, you found so, time to still uh, pick up an instrument and shit. Yeah, so so I by then I had already knew how to play the pianos somewhat. I already knew the guitar. I already knew the bass. I just picked up on drums. Uh, the flute I knew. The clarinet I knew. The violin, you know, stuff like that I knew already. But I'm just like I need to I need to learn what happens on the other side of the glass because I don't want to like. My thing was I went in and I was like I want to do this because I know I can do this at home. I don't want to pay anybody to like mix. <laughs> oh, dude, and that's you know? the best thing about what you what you're doing yeah. because I mean, there's a fucking million musicians, but there's only a handful of audio engineers. Yeah, like, and because of that, your job it it's it's, high, it's always high in demand, no matter oh, what, but, dude. But that's the shit. Yeah, because of how high in demand it is, it's also the fact that it, it, you can't charge a fucking flat rate. No, dude, and a lot of people they they pay you in a lump sum, or they'll just pay you in uh, in a standard rate, and it sucks because like, uh, mm. it, well, I mean, it also depends on who you go to. Uh, if you're doing internships at certain places, internships you won't even get paid. You're called. No, well, I mean, that, that that's the whole yeah, thing with the internship. Runner, yeah, yeah, all that, you're gonna do is get food and. Yeah, but yeah. the the point with the inter- internship is to make sure that you have your foot in the fucking door. Yeah. And oh, yeah. that, you know, you're showing that you want to do this for them and that you're doing it regardless of you not getting paid or not. And because of that is showing initiative to them that they're just like, OK, well, let's pick this kid up because he's already doing so much work that, you know, he's not getting paid for this shit that, you know, we might as well start paying them. Yeah. And that's the, um, I don't know if your college did it, but LA Film School, when I was looking up in, into it and shit, um, they offered internships with. Yeah, actual yeah. producers and shit. One of them was fucking Snoop Dogg, and I'm like, why, why is he fucking affiliated with LA Film School? Well, uh, Snoop Dogg himself owns his uh, his media company, mm-hmm. so they do a lot of production and shit. Uh, obviously, music videos, uh, TV shit, uh, TV promos, music promos, stuff like that in general that he needs not just for himself but also a lot of his artists that are under his label. So, so what's great about like how you said, um, like how LA Fitness, I mean LA, Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> LA Film School. Now we know where the fuck you went. <laughs> <laughs> LA Film School, how they offer the internship. So, um, SAE, since it was such an an uh, accelerated like program, mm-hmm. you literally get out what you put in. So if you put in a bunch of hours after school doing practical, like inside the studios, inside learning the consoles. You know, mixing, bringing people in to record, you're going to get a lot out of it. People are going to recognize you. And when I mean people, I mean like the supervisors who supervise like the rooms and they fix stuff and stuff that goes down. So I was in there. I was putting in hours. I was in there before I would went before I went to class till 
it would close before it was 24 hours, but then they started closing down the times. Yeah, people then, like then you stayed stopped going. <laughs> yeah, so so um, after I graduated, it was me and my me and my girl's anniversary, and we went to celebrate um, by going to the school. No, we celebrated by going to Universal Studios. I remember we went to Universal Studios on our actual anniversary date, and um, I got a call from one of the supervisors, and he's like, "Hey." I have this session. I want you to come and I want you to run it. I can't. I unfortunately I don't have you know the time. I'm I'm busy. I want you to run it. It's in Pasadena. Can you make it or not? He didn't tell me who it was. Right. He didn't tell me who it was whatsoever. I was just like I'm there. And so you know me and my girl at the time we were uh, we were just finishing up Universal. So that's actually how I got my service back and got the call. So he sends me the address. And um, I. I get there, but before I even get to before I even get to that story, the reason why I never took the uh, the like the running the internship is because she was pregnant at the time, so I couldn't afford to like just be like in a studio, yeah. not getting paid. Yeah, and it sucks though because two of my friends, they was interns, but they were actually like really involved, and they just got Grammys. They both have Grammys. They both are Grammy winning oh, engineers for a uh, fuck. I can't war war. Uh, I can't think of the name, but they the band beat Metallica in new best album, the the recent Metallica album that came out, War of Something. I, I can't think of the album, but my friend Austin and my friend uh, um, Carter, they both they're both Grammy winning engineers for now. the same for for that band. Oh, for okay. that band. and that that's when they were interns, not getting paid. So I'm just like, damn, I really wish I took the internship, like. But I couldn't do it. My my, you know. My oh, there's sacrifices you have to make. Yeah. So, uh, but but sooner or later, you'll get fucking picked up. Yeah. So so um. So so I go to this. I go to this house, big ass mansion, and I'm just like, is this a studio or is this like a house? So I go to the I go to the house, huge mansion. I meet up with the supervisor Mikey, and he's with the dude named um, he's with the dude named Eric, and Eric's the dude that's running the session, right? Or he's the one that wants me to engineer for him. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, this is fine. I know the board. I was like, okay, this is basically like the SS. It's like an SSL board, you know? I'm like, cool. I got this. It's, it looks like an AWS. I got this. So I know I learned the board really quick because it's all fundamentally the same. Just yeah. got to learn your signal flow. So I'm, I go, we go to his back house. He has his mansion. And then the back house is like bigger than my apartment, probably even bigger than two of the apartment comp like it, it's really big it's downstairs and everything this is the back house i'm just like what the fuck like this dude's like making money off this engineering stuff <laughs> i'm thinking his money's just from engineering and i'm looking on the walls and i'm looking on the wall and i'm just like you know we're recording and stuff and then i'm looking on the walls and i tell mikey i'm just like this guy's a huge stone temple pilot fan like he's a huge stone temple pilot fan and like oh, there's like shit. and like not once has it connected to me that like these these plaques that are on the wall are actually like Grammy winning uh you know <laughs> things they're diamond records golden records you know there's pictures and stuff like that and I see a picture of like Chester and everything I'm just like damn like he even has like the new Stone Temple Pilots when Chester is like the lead vocalist like this guy's a huge Stone Temple Pilot fan and I tell Mikey while the while Eric's down down recording doing his drum thing. And I'm like, Mikey, this guy is like a major Stone Temple pilot fan. And he's like, 
well, fuck yeah, he better be. He's the drummer for Stone Temple Pilots. And I'm just like, you're telling me I'm in his house right now? Like, I'm in Eric's house? Stone Temple Pilots? Like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, dude. And I'm just like, I'm so glad you told me this while he's down there. So I'm not, like, fangirling <laughs> while he's, like, in his face. And I'm just like, holy shit. Like, I'm really in Eric Kretz's house right now. Like, I'm in his house. He's letting me use his board. I'm playing on his guitars, on How his drum set. How many pictures did you take? I didn't take any pictures. I had to be super professional. But I snuck. I did sneak in a Snapchat video when we were eating. I snuck in a Snapchat video with him <laughs> and, like, his other bandmates. So I snuck that in. I'm just like, lunch with Eric Kretz. Like, I'd have to go back and find that. But I did sneak that in. Um, and then, like, I remember he gave me his number. And I'm just like, I can't believe I was just at a rock star's house. And not even just, like... Like a rock, like this dude's like a big rock star, like Stone Temple Pilots, a huge band. And like we're eating and stuff like that. And I'm just like, hey, since you got ends with him now, ask him if he wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call him right now. <laughs> no, I was, I was like, flies in. <laughs> I was like so mind blown. And it's crazy. Like, I, I never knew, like, you know, like when you're in, you're, like when you're in, you were in school and you're like, when am I ever going to use this math for ever? Oh. There was a mod in our class that was called uh engineer etiquette mm-hmm. so it's just like let's just say like you know fucking beyonce just happens to walk in your session like i have a friend who who was just recording some guy he was actually recording and then he brought in a friend and they never tell you who the friends are they never tell you who you're going to record they never tell you who they're going to bring over and in his case uh Khaled came in oh shit and uh he and um he ended up recording the first verse to uh, "Lately I've been I've been thinking mm. I want you to be happier." You know, <laughs> he recorded that, and he's thinks just recording it, and the next thing you know, it Marshmallow comes in and whatever, and Marshmallow's emailing him, and I'm just, I'm just like, dude, like it's it's just crazy, but it's just like they teach you how to like what keep your fangirling like? inside. You know, don't let that out. Because oh, dude, and that's artists super, hate that so much. That's super fucking hard to do. It might because, all right. So a little bit about what I used to do with Warp Tour. I used to do uh, catering stuff. Mm-hmm. So because of that, you're serving all the artists and everything. And the first thing they tell you, don't fangirl. It's so if hard. you fangirl, you're getting kicked out. They hate the artists hate that and so dude, much. Well, because of that, like I, I ended up becoming really good friends with Neil from A Day to Remember. And we used to fucking smoke weed every goddamn fucking time after the fucking... Okay, so with Warped Tour, after the whole show was done, there's a party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if there, if you got to travel a few hours, uh, chances are there's not going to be a party. They're just going to drive out. Mm-hmm. But if it's in cases where it's like um, they got like two days uh, um, break or whatever, more often than not, they were hanging out, chilling, fucking throwing a big-ass barbecue, whatever. And so more fucking most cases, I'd make my way to their goddamn bus and I'd go hang out and I'm like, hey, dude, fucking pack it. Let's match it. And fucking because of that, I ended up meeting the dudes from Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. I ended up meeting the dudes from fucking Dance Gavin Dance. Uh, And I ended up meeting, you know, you don't really think of this shit when you're a kid and you're like, oh, I'm going to end up meeting the people I look up to or the people that I love listening to. You never think about that shit. Unless you're very fucking driven, unless you really want that shit, then you're going to get it. Yeah, the day I meet Chad Kroger, I don't think I'm ever going to, like... I, I don't think I can honestly keep that fangirling in. The day I meet... <laughs> if, if I, I... I swear, you don't know how loud I was, like, yelling 
when I went to that Nickelback concert and it was like, who wants to sing Rockstar? I didn't get oh, picked. Oh, shit, whatever, dude. You You're know. like, bitch, I really wanted it. I knew. Ah, and the dude that went up there, the, I'm so mad. The guy that went up there was like, I don't even like to sing. I'm like, then why the what fuck What the fuck, you dude? Why'd you even raise Asshole. your hand? He got a picture those, with the, those. Oh those people fucking ruin it. They, yeah, dude, fucking definitely. Like, especially like when you're super into something, and people are just there to be there. It's kind of annoying to see those people oh, yeah, get dude. picked off and be like, "Oh, hey, come with us." And you're you like, "Motherfucker, he don't even like that shit." Dude. Yeah. You don't know how pissed I get when I find out uh, some like some of our buddies and shit that have gone to shows, and they're just there to get high. I'm like, dude. What the fuck? Like that's somebody uh, else's that, ticket. That, that's me. Every time a data member, would, every time a data member would come to Pomona, I'd be like, "Oh, hey guys, what are you guys doing? Let's blaze it!" <laughs> fucking god, the the fucking singer. I always forget his name because I don't like the motherfucker. <laughs> he's a dig, dude. The the singer from Data Member. He's a fucking asshole. I never said shit to him. I never looked at him funny or anything. He was just like, "Fuck you, doing here, kid? Hanging out with Neil? Oh, you know his name?" fuck how do you introduce yourself to people and he rode his bitch ass bike off and he came back like within two seconds he's like who the fuck was riding my bike what the fuck dude like there's a fucking scuff on it uh, at that point i was just like man fuck this dude and when i found out that the the actual songwriter for a data member was their old uh their old uh guitarist He's all fucking tatted the fuck up and everything. You'll see him every now and then in music videos. He'll pop up as a guest appearance. But he's their main producer slash their main songwriter and everything. That dude was the coolest motherfucker I've ever met. And I only talked to him for like five seconds. And then he dipped the fuck out. And I was just like, dude, you know, you didn't have to be so fucking nice. You could have just been a dick like fucking what's his face. <laughs> but never fucking uh, Neil and Alex, dude, like I owe so much shit. Because if it weren't for them, I wouldn't have been able to see a lot of shit backstage. I wouldn't have been able to see scaring kids, scaring kids backstage. And I wouldn't have been able to see, like, The Devil Wears Prada, Bring Me the Horizon. Mm-hmm. And uh, fucking one of my favorite bands from Mexico, uh, Allison, they were doing Warp Tour one year. And they're like, hey, dude, you want to talk to him? I'm like, uh, yeah. I was, like, 17 at the time. I go backstage, and they're like, hey, what's up, dude? Like, talking their broken English. <laughs> and they're like, hey, bro, uh... He, he told us you're a real big fan. I'm like, yeah, dude, I, I love you guys. Like, I've been listening to you guys since I was, like, fucking 11. He was like, damn, the first CD, the, the self-titled one? Yeah, bro. Oh, man, I remember I that. that. <laughs> dude, and it, it, it was so fucking cool because, you know, like I said before, growing up, you never expect that shit to, you know, meet these people. And you're me being from the fucking Pueblo, little-ass fucking town, I never expected to see them i never expected to see a bunch of bands that i fucking grew up listening to like some 41 was one big band that i saw backstage and i literally ran from the fucking back of the stage all the way to the fucking pit just so i can be in the pit and just like i'm being too deep (laughs) and i'm trying to keep fucking losing my breath and shit (laughs) and uh so i I met them and dude like fuck man like watching those music videos and everything and you know, buying the bootleg CDs from the fucking Tiangis because that's all they have. They, Bitch, fuck, Lime Wire. No, what, <laughs> yeah, Lime Wire. What, what fucking inter- what internet connection in Mexico could fucking support Lime Wire? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we Lime Wire can't even support Lime Wire. <laughs> dude, fucking swear to God, computer they fucking AIDS, computer Ebola. Dude, you'd be able to download Lime Wire Pro from Lime Wire and shit instead of paying the fifteen bucks, but. <laughs> 
dude, fucking. So I met them and I fucked up and I told them like, yeah, dude, I bought your first CD from the fucking Tiangis. It was burned, bro. Dude, I don't get how, how I've talked about this before. How how do people fangirl over shit? I oh, just, like, like I, I don't well, see for, it. I feel as though once you like, if you like something so much, like like for me, Nickelback, like I don't care. Nick, they're my favorite band. They're my number one band in the world. I don't know. I just feel as though like I like what they talk i like what they you know talk about i like who they are and i feel as though like you know the fact that so many people hate them and like but like you know they I, I, I people hate them and they can't they, you can't give me a reason why you hate them you know dude there's so I, many fucking good songs i i don't so hate many. them i just don't fucking listen to them well yeah, yeah. That, that's but the that's thing. the thing though there's people that never heard a nickelback song other than how you remind me or photograph and then they'll be like yeah i don't like nickelback like the same thing. So the thing what I actually learned for myself is that I learned that I can never say that this band sucks. They um, don't suck. I just don't like them. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I feel it is. Because I, at the end of the day, they do have talent. Yeah. They, you know, they're Nickelback cap- sells out every single show. Not they just never that. miss a note. Not just that. But there's also a reason why the fuck they're signed to a label. Yeah. Like there's things that a lot signed od- artists like mm-hmm. Daughtry. Dude, and it's like that's something that a lot of people don't recognize, but that a lot of people are just living in their own world. They don't recognize to hate Nickelback. That's all. (laughs) Hate quote unquote. Uh, Yeah, because I mean it was a trend, especially us growing up in middle school. Like we're all trying to be the edgiest kids ever and shit. Like, oh well, I listen to Marilyn Manson. Fuck you, I listen to Slipknot. No, well, fuck you, I listen to this fucking Cradle (laughs) Filth. Dude, I, I was just like, I fucking love music, man. <laughs> and same. I was the same fucking way, dude, because, I mean. I just, yeah, I just love music. It, like, dude, Sunday nights. First thing I think of Sunday nights, oldies. Fucking during the week to pump me up during the week. Punk, pop punk, fucking metal, everything to get me by. As soon as the fucking the weekend would hit, I'd be chilling, listening to classical music. And just to relax me, calm me down, fucking put me in the goddamn mood. But but, f- I don't know. I guess for fangirl, I just say I just, I just like who they are, what they represent. No, yeah, but like I, I don't, I don't understand it though. Like why, 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 why do that? I don't know. Or, I just feel as though like, like for me. So I've always learned that okay, like artists are literally just people. Yeah, yeah. they just dude. But it's just like oh, for, dude, definitely. It's and just like, f- like, like if I were to see if I were to see anybody from, hmm. Let's just say, like, okay, let's let's just say Lincoln Park. If I were to see anybody from Lincoln Park right now, if Mike Shinoda walked back here right now, I'd be like, okay, what's up, Mike? Like, you know, dude, I, I'd be like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, but if <laughs> if Chester Bennington walked in here, I'd be like, whoa, hold on a minute, how'd you come back from the dead? <laughs> well, yeah, same uh, thing. Re- same thing with Nickelback. Was, you know, that was uh, impolite of me to say that. Yeah, same yeah, same thing with Nickelback for me. Like if they they came back in here, I'd just be like, "Fuck!" Like this is crazy. But if Chad was just like, "Yeah, man, hey, let's let's jam a few tunes or whatever," I'd be like, "I, I don't know how to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget how to play. Can I just stare at you, <laughs> dude? Uh, see, I, I I can't do that. Cause I don't know. I think it's just I'm 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 a dick first before anything, and I'll I'll be like, "Ah, let me see you play. Are you sure you fucking learn how?" <laughs> but. Okay, so like, who's your favorite band? System. So if you ever met anybody from System Down, you wouldn't fangirl. No. Oh, bruh. I I can't. It, 
just a, there, there's nothing wrong with not fangirling. True. No, I, I I wouldn't be. I'd be like, oh cool, I fucking met them, whatever. But my shit would more. It'd be more. Why the fuck aren't you guys putting out an album? Why the fuck are you here instead of doing that? <laughs> I just think play like, chop suey for me, bitch. <laughs> and you know how you're talking about like not fangirling when you meet these people. Yeah. For me, it was the same thing. I had a hard time distinguishing the moment. So a lot of people would always ask me, why the fuck didn't you take a picture? Like, why weren't you taking pictures what, what with these for? people? Yeah, and I, I, and I, yeah, exactly. I'm like, what the fuck for? I lived the moment. I had fun. I fucking hung out with these people. And like, so, so when I went to, so when I went to the Nickelback concert, um, my girl was, she was, uh, she was actually, um, taking videos of me. She knew I loved Nickelback. She took videos of me and like, I wanted to like, okay, so I do have videos like that I recorded, but I'm just like, the videos are so crappy because I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about this video. I want to watch my favorite band, but I'm just like, oh, yeah. I also want to have this video. Like, yeah, you know, See, and that's that's the shit that pisses me so off. It's, the most it's hard. Too. It's hard. That's the shit that pisses me off when people go and they're just recording the whole just, fucking time. Oh, yeah, that that's a trend nowadays. But the thing is, is like with your girl taking recording you, obviously, she, even if you're knew. in like the pit area and you're watching them from there. She's obviously seeing you fangirl and have a really good fucking I, time. I, literally, I cried. Oh, dude. And I see, was waiting. I, we got this. The show started at, I want to say, 8 o'clock. We got there around like 7.37. We got there uh, enough time ahead. So, like, if you want to get drinks or whatever. And, like, I'm not a person to get nervous. Man, you are very proper when you go to shows. Meanwhile, us, we show up fucking five minutes before first band goes on set. Already we, fucking pre-gaming. Yeah, we're pre-gaming <laughs> in the fucking parking lot like a motherfucker and then running into the show. It was so hard to even decide if I wanted to be sober or drunk watching it. So, I, feel as well, like, I mean, did you go sober? Or did I went you? sober. I was like, nah, fuck it, I'm going to go sober. But, oh. like, like I said, I don't get nervous. But, like, before I even, like, I'm not going to perform or anything. But, like, I'm about to watch my favorite band play live. Like, I love these guys. I listen to all their songs. I know See, every it, single it, song. That, that, that's, that's the one shit that makes me fucking envy people is every time they have a story and they're like, I got to go to a live show. I'm like, fuck, man. I don't care who fucking plays. I want to go to a fucking live show. Oh, yeah. dude. And my oh, hands are, were all sweaty. And, like, when they first came out, when that first, like, note hit, like, legit, I was just like. I have a video of that too where I'm just like oh my god I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god like and I was just like I'm crying like legit I'm not gonna lie I fucking like there's tears that came out of my eyes and I'm just like this is crazy but I think I think even at that moment it was more so like I can't believe like I'm here like I'm getting this experience mm-hmm. you know it could have man that, that, that's that's fucking wholesome as shit dude yeah like that's it, fucking it was, cool it was it was great like like I only recorded like I want to say like two songs, two, three songs. The last song, you know, they played Burn It to the Ground. We're going out tonight. Hey, to kick out every li-. That song is fucking hyped. I love that song to death. I was like, here's the phone. Record me because I'm going to be screaming. <laughs> Record all of this. Just, oh, man. Hey, you know? I, oh, I just, man. I loved it. I, I love it. And, dude, that, that's the best shit about fucking shows because you can just fucking be you and nobody's going to think otherwise because they're doing the same fucking thing. Yeah, like... You're it, literally in a room full of people, or in this case, a stadium full of people. every song that Nickelback played, and I was just like, fuck, I can actually sing this song without somebody being like, dude, like, why are you singing, like, that song, or why are you so loud or whatever? Like, no, fuck oh, you. Dude, that's the best I'm shit. I'm screaming, you know? <laughs> that's the best shit about music, dude. And, it, like, especially when you go to shows... You're you know automatically once you go to that show and you step in there, 
you're in a room or in a stadium full of like-minded people that, you know, they spent their hard-earned money to go there so that they can experience the same fucking unless thing. Unless they're dude. those assholes that just go to go? No, unless they're those fucking assholes that, you know, a friend's like, oh, well, somebody had to, you know, drop out from going to the show. I have an extra ticket. Do you want to go? How, chances are that person's not even into the fucking music that they're going to. They're just like, eh, I'll fucking go just to go. Dude, no lie, I'd fucking take that. If I got that opportunity, I would fucking take it. Oh, dude, that that that's Billy with me. Cause like every time we there'd be a show and somebody would be like, "Oh, I can't go no more." Um, fucking this came up, this came up, whatever. I'd call Billy. I'm like, Billy, you want to go to show with me? You're like, okay, cool, yeah, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, my friend Jason. He, uh, it was um, oh, Motley Crew. You know how they was doing their final concert. Oh, so he had tickets fine. to them at the forum. So he saw Vince all. Fat and <laughs> he, yeah, he had tickets for them at the forum when he was out here, and he was like, "Hey, Josh, do you want to go?" And I was just like, "He's like my friend. He couldn't make it. He's like, do you want to go?" And I'm just like, eh, like I like Motley Crue, but I can't even name like five songs for them right now." I was like, "But I was like, Fritz, he fucking loves Motley Crue. Like he plays all their songs. Like whenever we oh, jam you're, out, you're a good fucking." So I'm dude. just like, "Dude, ask Fritz to go." Like, and Fritz was like, "Dude, like." I'm fucking down. So it literally, it would have been like me there just jamming out to like waiting for like one of the five songs that they probably won't even play. <laughs> you know? Oh, dude, especially Molly Crew with the fucking goddamn discography so fucking so vast. It, yeah. It's it's hard for them, you know, like the popular songs, obviously they're going to play. But if you go through their discography and you're like, I like this song a lot and it's not a fucking hit or it's a B-side or something. Yeah. Chances are they're not even going to fucking play it. And, yeah. like, I- I've experienced that more than enough with going to a lot of shows where I'm just like, fuck, dude, I hope they play this song. I hope they play this shit. Unless the band specifically states, hey, we're playing this full CD today plus a few additional hits, then you're not going to listen to that fucking song live and you just got to think of it live. You well, know, the shit I head. learned is if they're doing a tour... They're going to be playing new shit because they're yeah. about to drop an album. Yeah, exactly. Well, that that's if they're new or they're, you know, hustling and shit. It, yeah. that they're trying to push that album. But if you're a legacy band like Motley Crue, you're playing everything the fuck that's girls, popular. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> and, uh, you know, same shit with Metallica. You know, Metallica, when it comes to them. Well, even when they fucking toured recently, um, they fucking dropped that album. That When was it? Oh, Three years ago? F- yeah. But they they dropped that fucking album. Death but, no not oh Death Magnetic's the one I don't really really like. I don't like the snare. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like everything after Saint Anger. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> the new album that Metallica dropped. It was a couple years ago. What's the name of it? Uh, I'm mad because my brother bought the fucking CD when it came out and shit. He's like, oh, I'm gonna check this shit out. I don't fucking. <laughs> Fuck, what's the name of that? I'll just stream that shit on YouTube. Hardwired. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Hardwired to self-destruct or something like that. that mind you, their new basses is fucking pretty decent. Dude's really good. Oh, and then he had his son play a few uh, few years back. Really? Yeah, dude. He did uh, For Whom the Bells Tolls. Mm. Dude, the fucking kid could rip hard as fuck, dude. Well, what do you mean their bass? Fucking Trujillo? Yeah, Trujillo. He, of course. He's fucking amazing. Dude, fucking. He's dope. Uh, He's fucking from, dope. Uh, suicidal tendencies and shit. Dude, but like his, his son, dude, his son was, fuck, at the time when he played, he was probably about like 14 and shit. And mind you, he has his dad's bass and he's all tiny and shit, so he's barely filling in the motherfucker. Spider crawl. 
But dude, he's fucking ripping hard just like his dad. And I'm just like, fuck, man. That when you're fucking 14 years old and you have influences like that, dude, it's fucking fantastic wow. because it makes it so much easier for you to pick shit up like that than it would be for, you know, in your case, like you, you had to physically go out of your way to go and pick all this stuff up and for you to stay committed to it. Yeah, especially it, when it, no one believing in you. Dude, when fucking, and it, for you to stay committed. was against me because it was rock instead of fucking talking about bitches and rap music. Not, I have nothing against rap because I rap now, but. I can rap. Dude, and for you to stay committed to that, it, it shows a lot of character as well as a lot of ambition for what you want to do. And, you know, a lot of these families, when it comes to them being, you know, fucking musicians and they're famous, whatever, and their kids pick all this shit up and they, they become, you know, very, you know, well. Which kind of brings me to a question. Are you going to teach your daughter? Yeah, so I don't even... I feel as though I don't even have to teach my daughter. My daughter... Every time I go to Guitar Center, she goes with me, and she's like, Daddy, guitar, Daddy, bass. And whenever we go to the drums, she gets on that chair, and she takes drumsticks, and she just... Even fucking wailing on it. Yeah, and so and so, she had a drum set for, for Christmas, and she plays on that drum set. She, um, I have, like, four or five guitars at home. There's one guitar that I don't really play with, so I let, like, her, like, mess around with that. And she'll just strum it or whatever. Is that first that yeah. guitar? <laughs> so so there's a video. Yeah, there's a video of us, and I'm just. I think I'm playing like how you remind me, and then I'm just like, are you ready, KCL? And she's like, yeah. She's just strumming. She's just like, you know, just dun, 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 and then, um, she has like this drum, and we're playing like the baby dun, shark dun, song, dun, dun, and then uh, the um, the, uh, something anthem. What is it? The dun 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 oh, dun, uh, dun. Seven Nations Army. Um, yes, the White Stripes. Yeah, well, there you go. That song. Yeah. So we're playing that, and she's just she's just on the drums, just doom, 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 doom. Oh yeah, dude. I'm just like, there you go, oh, Casey. Like, yeah. Get it. I, and I then, fucking um, love that. <laughs> and like, I'm trying to get her to sing too. So there's songs that I don't even. I for, I'm just like, fuck. How do you even know this? I was playing the "Waiting for the End" song again in my car, and the, all I wanna do is trade this life for something new. So next thing you know, it um, the holding on to what I haven't, and then my daughter just goes, "God!" I'm just like, "What the hell? Do that again!" And then she's singing, she's singing that whole like uh, that whole line, and then you know when she goes to the big note, and she's just like, "God!" I'm just like, "Yes, yes." <laughs> and I have another video of on um, Christmas Day when we're driving to we're driving back home from uh, from uh, from a friend's house. And I'm playing a song, and she's just she's head banging in the in the back of the car, and I'm just like, I oh, I love her. Oh, oh yeah, dude, my fucking proud dad moment is when uh, my middle child, fucking Lenny, when he threw up the fucking horns. I like I'm listening to like fucking uh, the Browning and shit because uh, I listen to a bunch of really heavy shit. And I looked at the little rearview mirror and shit. I look up and I fucking see him. Dad, boom, throws up the horns, starts headbagging on the drop. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I was about to pull over and fucking open the doors, take him out and headbang with him. Like, just seeing him actually getting into it. I'm like, finally, one of them, one of them appreciates what I listen to. Because <laughs> Ballad listens to nothing but fucking dubstep and shit. Oh my god! Like I, I, I like. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't have nothing against it. It's, it's just, just like, 
for him to just be like, oh, I like this one, I like this one, and fucking, it's all the same shit. I'm like, no, fuck, dude. Uh, and then Ender just being like... Honestly, my favorite dubstep song is the one where he's like, my name is Yev. <laughs> I don't necessarily don't, I don't, it's not that I don't like dubstep. I like all music, but like, so if you ever, so I have an EP called the Exposed EP. And then I also have a song after that called uh, Whispers in the Wind. And then this song is like literally like all my songs. And I get this from Linkin Park. It's like every single album that they do is going to be different. So I'm just like every single song that I do is going to be different. Hybrid so Theory was new yeah. metal fucking. So um, there's there's meat. no way you can throw me in a genre. If you were to tell me, Josh, you're a freaking you, you're a rapper. Like, no, I'm not. Because this song, I'm straight singing with just a guitar. So, OK, so you're a singer. OK, but on this song, I'm rapping. So, so literally, I'm just like I'm just an I, artist. I would, like I'm just. I, an I, artist. I would put you under uh, singer songwriter. Yeah. Have you ever heard? Uh, I mean, since you like Linkin Park and everything, have you have you heard Reanimation? Oh yeah, that yeah, that fucking album, dude. When I was a kid, it because Linkin Park they had released Hybrid Theory, and then oh, Reanimation yeah. came oh, yeah. out, and that that's the and, shit that ended up confusing me. And the, when the I, fucking big ass change that they did, and when I picked that when I picked up that CD. I remembered it because I specifically bought it because I had a mech on it. It, you know, the fucking mech looked like Gundam. I was like, "That's cool. I want that shit. Let's do it. Let's take it home." And my dad, being the person that he is, he was just like, "You want that? You sure? Okay, cool. Fuck it, whatever." Because he his his weekend was literally always spent at Virgin, at Virgin Records, mm-hmm. and he'd go to the Ontario Mills every Dude. week and go through there and sort through all their shit. And he'd always because he's really into oldies and everything I like that. I wish I'd have grown up like that. And he'd be like, "All right, go fuck off, go find your music, whatever the fuck you want to buy this week." I'm like, "Okay, cool, fuck it, let's go." And because of that, I had free reign on pretty much CDs or whatever I wanted. And I ended up picking up Reanimation one week. And when I popped it in, I was just like, what "The fuck, this isn't uh, this isn't Lincoln Party. This is all hip hop." But I kept listening to it because I was just like, "Man, this is fucking good, dude!" Like. Oh, yeah, Push I, Me I, Away was really good. <laughs> fucking, um, what was it? Uh, December or Remember My... What is it called? Uh, my December. Yeah, My December. Oh, my God. I love that edit. And then uh, also the... Uh, fuck. Uh, Points of Authority, the one they did the music video for, uh, for Final Fantasy VII, the movie. Or Final Fantasy, the movie. When it came out, they had used that song in the movie. So they kind of did like... Uh, kind of the same way where it was... Um, the music video you were talking about earlier where it was a pseudo you know future reality and it's all like them kind of being like mechanicized and everything and it was them as robots pretty much playing back the memories in their head and then you know recording it into what it uh whatever's controlling them wanted it to be and it was kind of cool to hear that because when you think of it like that that's what music production is or in the case of uh, especially corporate production, when you have a corporation come in and they step in, they're like, hey, I like all you guys. I'm uh, sign you guys up for a record deal and you guys are going to be making music for what the fuck we write. So here's the music we wrote. Here's See, the, the uh, that, songs the that we wrote. That has always discouraged me when I would be in a band. That, that's why any band I've been in, I'm like, I don't know if you guys are with me, but I don't want to be signed. I want to be home produced now, completely. See, nowadays you don't like. Nowadays you like for me. I'm not signed. I create my own. I create my own thing. But like, oh, with the advent of technology, it's yeah, even so easier. Like now, dude, oh, yeah. To so do now your I'm own just thing. trying to. I'm just basing it off. Like I'm just building off myself. Like 
literally like I do covers on YouTube and like the biggest cover I have is the Machine Gun Kelly one. Then that got me like an extra 150 subscribers in like a span of two months. And then I did a Post Malone one that got me another 50, you know, so like I'm at like 213 now. So I'm just building and building and, you know, and um, but like I try to I try to make everything different. Like so on my on my EP, it's about six songs on there. So the first song is just it's in your face. It's kind of like I wouldn't say it's like super heavy. This is in your face, best in me. It's not the. I mean, I kind of rushed it, so the, you know, there's a part where I don't really like. Uh, Answer is the next song after that. It's just metal, like it's heavy, like the the chorus is really heavy. You know, there's a big ass guitar solo, and then there's kind of man where it just it's acoustic. Um, after that, it goes into a song called Never Alone, which is also back on the rock side, but it's kind of it's a bit heavier, but it's like. It's like on the darker side, you know, because it's talking about a friend who committed suicide. Then it goes into launch, which is just an electric, uh, a clean channel, you know, guitar. Actually, no, no, no. I didn't use electric. I didn't use electric. It's just acoustic, uh, clean guitar with like drums and, you know, just a bass. And then there's a come back to me, which is just, you know, just a like a kind of kind of poppy, I guess. Then I did a single after that called Whispers in the Wind. And that song is like a trap song. Because it's like 808 blasting, you know, hi-hats. Uh, I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be with the trend. I'm just going to have auto-tune all throughout the whole song. So every vocal is auto-tuned. I fucking knew it. And so, like, <laughs> well, just on that song, it's auto-tuned. I don't really use, I don't really use auto-tune. But that song is, like, pure auto-tune. But I, I did it like that because I was like, fuck it. Like, everybody else is doing it. Like, super auto-tune. And I'm just not talking about, like, auto-tune where it's just like, uh, is that auto-tune? No, it's auto-tune. Like, I made sure that it's fucking uh, like um, little Yachty's fucking broccoli. You can hear it in there. Straight out of tune. That's a dark song, by the way. Whispers in the Wind. It's on like it's on all the streaming. That song is actually about wanting to kill myself. It's about like having demons in your head. And at first, like I was scared to write it. But I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. If people. So it's something that actually happened. Yeah. So. So. So the backstory on that song is um, I got into fights with um, my bae mama and I had got arrested. I actually got arrested and I spent the night in jail. And so, you know, like there was like I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why am I even here? Like, you know, like there's no bruises on her. There's no marks. There's it didn't even happen. Like, what the fuck? Why am I sitting in jail for something that didn't even happen? Um, Her mom actually called the police on me. And I got arrested because well, because of the uh, uh, that's what, what that was what said. What was the charge? Uh, battery and um, something. It was a felony. Like it was like I threatened threatening like terrorist threat because they she said that I threatened to kill her or something like that. The fuck? Yeah. So oh, I worked. Man. I worked as an asset protection. So I always had my pocket knife on me. So she was like, "He has a pocket knife," and he said he was going to stab me with it. So when they like talked to me outside, I had the knife on me. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, dude, I use this because I fucking need to protect myself walking to my car out of, from the store. Like, who, who's to say I just stopped the guy who wanted to steal and I just fucked up his whole, like, f- uh, money game or whatever. Now he wants to try to, you know, got to protect myself. Anyway, though, so after I went in, after I was in the the loop, that's what they called it, um, 
Was this in Anaheim? Yeah, this is the Anaheim. Oh, no, I believe that shit. So, and they only did that because you're a minority? Yeah. They, and they, fucking... Because they had no reason to take me because I'm just like, dude, I just told you I didn't hit her. I was trying to get out. I was, I was, like, no, I was trying to get out the fucking house. She was pulling me. And you're saying because I pushed her off of me, I, I was the aggressor? That's bullshit, Oh, you want to hear some fucked up shit? Fucking my stepmom fucking bashed some shit over my sister's head. Fucking causing... Uh, she literally fucking ruptured her... Uh, her head and she had because she already had stitches in her head mm-hmm. she had gotten a really bad accident this bitch knew so she hit her in the back of the fucking head and she had to go to the fucking hospital because of that but when the cops came they were blaming my sister because uh obviously we're mexican and everything and fucking my bitch ass stepmom looks like she's fucking white in the fucking uh yeah it's goddamn gross. fucking real wives of Orange County and shit. <laughs> That's what she fucking legitimately thinks she's in. She thinks she's in a fucking TV show, dude. My fucking stepmom's crazy. And uh, this bitch called the cops, said that it was her fault that she had came in fucking threatening everybody and she'd broken into the house. But meanwhile, she had literally came to visit my dad and talk to him and everything. And my stepmom being the person she is when she's drunk, she's very aggressive. She's very uh, pushy and shit. But <clears throat> as soon as she gets touched, she starts playing the victim. And then she'll go and physically fuck herself up to keep that victim portrayal going on so that when the cop showed up, she was like, oh, I'm the victim. I got hit. And she came in and my sister's fucking bleeding from the back of her head, fucking holding a goddamn uh, leather and well, not leather fucking denim jacket over her shit to protect the fucking bleeding. And the fucking cops are like, well, we can arrest you right now. But since you're bleeding, we have to take you to the hospital. Yeah. And, you know, it's fucked up because it's Orange County. And they're going to believe the people who live in the house first before they believe anybody else. It's, it's dumb. But, but yeah, so yeah, so that song is basically because I went to jail. And this, this, just the shit that I seen within the short time that I was there. And just like that legit, like, because I've never been in any kind of like real trouble. And they treated me like as if I was like an actual criminal, you know, like treated me like shit, like yelled at me for no reason. I was cold. They just didn't give a fuck. I mean, not all of them all of them like they knew my case and they was like dude you're gonna be released tomorrow like just relax but i'm just like i can't relax like i just saw a dude get uh you know you guys are you guys just put him on a stretcher because he was just stabbed i'm just like and and me being like me being a kid that okay yeah i grew up in like the ghetto or the hood or whatever like that but my grandma was like excluded that out of my childhood so i knew it was happening but i never seen it I've heard gunshots, but I've never seen somebody get shot, you know? No. I've I've seen on the news people get stabbed, but I've never seen somebody get stabbed, you know? And to actually see like blood and people yelling and people getting into fights in the in the cell that I was in or whatever, it I'm not gonna lie, it fucked me up. And like to the point where I was just like, I don't even wanna live anymore. Like this is the world that I live in. Like th- there's you know, like I was like, fuck that. And so I wrote the song about actually wanting to kill myself because um, I didn't know that there was actually no case, but they kept telling me that I had to go to court because um, I, I think I bailed myself. I bailed myself out. They kept telling me, okay, your court date is on this day or whatever. So I'm thinking like, wow, like, you know, and I'm not going to lie, you know, it's, it's America. And I'm just like, I'm a minority. My baby mama's white. They said I hit her. They said I pulled a knife on her. I'm going to fucking go to jail. I might as well just kill myself before the the trial even goes. And, like, there was times where I was legit. Like, I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm just going to do it. And, like, I was just like, 
if I'm going to do it, I'm at least going to write a song about what's going through my head. And so the chorus is literally like, um, like no, no sensory at all. It says, I want to kill myself. It's like I'm too sick and I can't get well. It's like I'm waiting for the end or a calm life to begin, a place to... Uh, no, it's like, I want to motherfucking kill myself. It's like I'm too sick and I can't get well. It's like I'm waiting for the end, a calm life to begin, a place to rest my sins. I hear the whispers in the wind. So the whispers in the wind is basically like the voices that I'm hearing in my head telling me to kill myself. And then it goes, um... It's like, and then it goes again. I want to motherfucking kill myself. It's like I'm too sick and I can't get well. I'm slowly waiting for the day. Official by a grave. Forever here I lay. No longer can be saved. You know? Hmm. So that's that's the chorus. And then, like, even in the verses, it's like, um, even in the verses, uh, says, like, yeah, it says, I feel like they're coming for me locked up inside like i pleaded guilty you can't convince all the demons i see my back to the wall like a bug on the crawl i'm sick of it all and i'm begging for peace can't you just let me be free a master controlling my strings a nightmare and i'm falling asleep uh back to this bullshit you're back with the it was back to this bullshit i'm strapped with a full clip and i'm and i'm in your scope and you won't let me go uh i'm loading i'm loading the gun um, I'm loading the gun, uh, something I cannot, I can't keep running. Um, you know, something like that. I can't really think of the lyrics to that because I'm starting listen. to get intoxicated. It's, it's on Spotify, right? Yeah, it's on, it's on Spotify. Yeah. And then, um, and then also like the last verse, you know, I was upset because like I'm going through all this and not, I felt like not one of my friends was like, Josh, are you okay? You know? Like, it's just like, like, dude, they really fucking like left me. Like, you know, like these are supposed to be my friends and no one's checked up on me. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, dude, you I, know? I, I fucking get that. So so there's a line that I wrote in there and I literally I literally said, I was like, if you ever if you feel guilty about any of the songs that I write, then most likely I'm talking about you. And the line says, um, your friends have abandoned you. No one's abandoned you. Thought you were thought they were helpful, but they took advantage, you know? stuff like that so that's that's basically a little backstory of of that song but yeah all my songs come from a <laughs> heartful place oh no I, I but i mean most music comes from deep inside if of you if it's yeah. good music yeah <laughs> I, I mean if it's engineered music it's gonna be fucking baseless it's gonna be senseless but in this <laughs> essence you're doing something that's emotional driven and you're doing something that's from the inside of you your heart and everything and i always felt music like that is something it, it, it's dark but at the same time it helps other people get through shit and you know you may like you're not alone yeah exactly yeah because you know you're making it for yourself but at the end of the day when you push it out you you don't realize how much that actually goes uh, pretty much affecting people's lives, even if it's ten followers, even if it's you know fucking eighty followers or a thousand followers. There's always going to be a finite amount of people within those within that group of followers that are going to connect to it. They're going to say, "Hey, dude, I really appreciate this and what you're putting out." Yeah, there there's people that um, I, I don't I don't know these people, but they messaged me and they was just like, "Dude, they literally the message was just thank you." 
like, what? And it was just like, yeah, thank you. Like, you know, like, I... I Wait, yeah. was it that guy that fucking has a picture of you? I don't know, man. <laughs> I still need to check out who that is. Somebody made, like... It, it seems as though, like, it's, like, almost like a fan account. So somebody just, like, my, my photo... I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into that. He's one of the people that said thank you. Yeah, but they was just like, thank you. And I'm just like, for what? And they're just like, I'm not alone. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's that. What? Well, shit, you ready for your set? Yeah. <laughs> gonna gonna close out with, uh, I'll play Kind of Man. Everybody seems to like that song. Yeah, guys. Uh, so, as he gets ready uh, to play and stuff... Fucking uh, share all this shit with everyone, dudes. Fucking follow us on Instagram at the Venue Pod. You can follow Manny at Manny is Baking, and I don't know your Instagram. (laughs) Uh, My Instagram is J Russell Official. So J A Y R U S S E L L two S S two L's, and then official. Can't spell official right now. O F F I C A L. Yeah, there you go. J Russell, J Russell official, um, CIA. <laughs> uh, YouTube, like, yeah, YouTube is also J Russell, um, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Napster, whatever you listen to music at is also J Russell. Um, Twitter is Joshy underscore Josh three though. So, and you can find his music on Spotify. So this song is called uh, Kind of Man. So before I play it, this song is um, on my EP. There's a song called Never Alone, and there's also a song called, this song called Kind of Man. Never Alone is about a friend who committed suicide. Never, uh, no, no, sorry. Never Alone is about a uh, friend who committed suicide. Kind of Man is about how I, how I uh, basically, the aftermath of that suicide. I wasn't stable, and you know, kind of man is basically about taking like I use drugs as the reference, but um, basically using basically using things that aren't good for you to make you feel better for the moment, and it's all a moment thing. It's nothing that's like it's nothing that's like uh, that's good for you, but it feels good for you at the moment. So that's where the what kind of man gets pleasure from danger. Um, so yeah, I was upset and I did stupid shit to feel better, to cope with it. Um, but yeah, so this is kind of mad. Addiction with this condition. I'm not gonna lie. 
life have no definition And fuck these feelings of weakness, of unwillingly Take a bottle to the top, pop some pills till you drop It's non-stop, but the feeling that you got You say, damn, I the things that you make me do I love the pain that you got me through I'm going insane and it's overuse I can complain cause it's all abuse And I the things that you make me do I love the pain that you got me through To fight on, do I pack it up, call it quits, and then relapse in my own? Do I fight and try to fashion what depression is strong? All these voices in my head tell me to make myself gone. I can fake it when you ask, I say I'm okay, but I'm not. When all these battles in my head, I just rather cut myself off. All these places in my head where I cannot be here alone. So I take a few enhancements, I feel so invincible. So I chop it down to powder, sniff it up through the right, or inject myself with needles and puff it up through the pipe. All these weightness on my shoulders is making it hard to stand. I can't believe what I become. Never's the fucking plan, what kind of man gets pleasure from danger? We can find your music on uh, Spotify you or can find SoundCloud. It on Spotify. I need to put that EP on SoundCloud. I haven't done it yet, but it's it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music, uh, Amazon Music, wherever you can stream music. Uh, title that Jay Z site, whatever it's called, uh, it's on there. Amazon. It's it's wherever you can stream music. It's on there. Yeah. So J uh, Russell, J A Y Russell. Um, R-U-S-S-E-L-L R-U-S-S-E-L-L um, The Exposed EP uh, The single called Whispers in the Wind And be out for the lookout Be on the lookout for a new single That I should be releasing within Within the month or You know Month or two Yeah the month Or early ne- Either this month or early next month Be on the lookout I'm trying to aim for this month So let's aim for this month <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh yeah, and then if somebody needs a link, they can find it on your Instagram. Yeah, so you could all you can find it, it in on your my bio? Instagram. Yeah, it'll be in my bio. Oh. Um, Instagram. Um, you know, I'm gonna push this shit like a motherfucker. <laughs> Instagram, uh, YouTube. I'm doing, I'm trying to do more on YouTube. So subscribe to me on there as well. And um, for your YouTube, what's YouTube is also it's also uh, J, J Russell official. No, not not official. I should add official, but it, it's just J Russell at the moment. Or oh, I only ask is because usually like with Instagrams and YouTubes, it's I, should, a I think easier I might, to link I think them I together just, like that. Uh, I I just add. You should get verified on Twitter and all that, and YouTube. <laughs> I think I might. I think I'm. I'm. I'm going to change my um, YouTube, uh, Twitter to J Russell official. That way, it's all linked up and all the, the same. same. Yeah, all the same. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. But yeah, so J Russell. Um, yeah, the song I played was "Kind of Man." It's on the Exposed EP. Uh, any words of wisdom? Um, just do you and do you proud. Hell yeah, dude! So you know. And on that note, guys, thanks for tuning in. This was the venue. Yeah, yeah. We'll catch you next week, guys. <laughs>